everyone. Welcome to Leading His Leaders. Today we're going to hear an interview I did with a very special guest. Her name is Dr. Tina Woodard. She's the founder of Capstone Performance Solutions. It's a human resources consulting firm, and we had an excellent talk about what mistakes all great leaders make and what we can do to learn from them. She's also the founder and creator of I Am Beautiful, an organization that we're going to hear a lot more about. So I hope you enjoy the interview and thanks for joining us. Capstone uh, is one of the organizations that she has started. And I say one of because she's also the founder of I Am Beautiful, which is an organization that is designed to take young girls, young women on this journey really into womanhood, really into discovering who they are, the beauty that's inside of them and giving them this 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 notion, this dream that they can actually be more. Yes. And it's a beautiful organization. We I, we actually uh, um, are a part of the team that su- that sponsors and supports them on a monthly basis. If you want to learn more about them, we'll have uh, links and uh, the website to both of these organizations at the end. So, uh, Tina, thanks for joining us. Well, I'm excited to be here. Thank you for inviting me. You are welcome. So here's one of the things that we do with this podcast, we really like to take people who are making a difference, who have a voice in the community, but maybe don't always get a chance to have that voice heard. And of all that you've done, you've worked with organizations um, all over the place, large, small, um, complex, simple. You've worked with uh, civil organizations. You've worked with schools. You've worked with colleges. you worked with regents. So you've worked with all of these different levels of organizations. And if there's anything that we know, all of those different organizations have high level leaders. Yes. And you have been in the room at the table, sometimes in charge of those high level leaders. And so I wanted to kind of get a glimpse into your perspective and talk with us today about what are some of the biggest mistakes that you've seen leaders make? Wow, it's a challenge to even think about where to begin in terms of answering that question because I work with leaders at every level Mm -hmm. of organizations and companies. And what I find is a discrepancy between the employees' perspectives Mm -hmm. versus the top leadership's perspective. And so what's really interesting about my work is I'm a neutral third party. And so when I enter an organization with the intent of doing what we call an organizational assessment, I talk to various groups. I talk to the top leadership teams. I talk to mid-level leaders. I talk Mm. to those who are referred to as individual contributors, meaning they're not really in management, but they have uh, critical responsibilities in terms of achieving the mission of the organization. And overall, I have found that in every sector in which I have had the opportunity to work, communication is such a tremendous challenge for a lot of organizations. Being able to really communicate communicate the strategy of the organization in a way that everyone understands the strategy and their role and their responsibilities day to day Mm -hmm. in terms of helping the organization achieve that strategy. So uh, the recent Gallup poll indicates that 70% 
of U.S. workers are disengaged. Mm. These are individuals who are not applying any discretionary effort towards the strategy of the organization. Why are these individuals disengaged? Well, a large majority of the reason is due to leadership. And so if I had one wish for leaders, it would be to develop a sense of self-awareness, mm. a level of awareness about how your leadership behaviors affect those individuals that you are trying to lead. How are your behaviors affecting their productivity, their enthusiasm every day, and the level of discretionary effort? That means they're going above and beyond. They care about continuous improvement. They care about contacting and reaching out to their customers, their clients. Mm -hmm. Because without that level of engagement, they're only going to check the box yep. and do the bare minimum to receive their paycheck and call it a day. Man, that's good. And to deal this, one of, I love what you said is they're disengaged so they're not contributing to the strategy. They're yes. missing the strategy. I feel like we hear a lot about leaders need to talk about the vision, uh -huh. but not a lot about the strategy. If the vision is where we're going, the strategy is how we're getting there. Yes. And so let's, let's go back to that a bit. And why is strategy so important? Why is strategy the, the thing that people aren't engaging with? Because they don't understand how this overarching vision connects to what I do each and every day on my job. Right. And that's why communication is so important because leaders have to have the ability to connect the dots for their employees, connect the dots from that overarching vision and mission to here's what I need. If you're a customer service representative, right. what do you need to do if you're front facing with the customers? How do you need to interact with them? There are several organizations who I could point to and say, those individuals, those uh, who are facing the customers truly understand the overall philosophy and the culture of the company and they're enacting that each and every day with a simple hello with a simple how is your day going right. they understand that to the degree that they're able to enact that each and every day in their roles and you just don't see that with a lot of employees and that's why I believe they're disengaged because they don't they don't understand what they need to do today and tomorrow in order to really operationalize the vision and the strategy and without the people helping you achieve those action steps towards the vision, then it's not going to happen. Wow. Wow. So if communication is one of the biggest obstacles, um, you know, we hear a lot about, you know, communicate, communicate, get, get, the, get the vision out, get the yes. strategy out. Uh, how can we improve our communication? Well, first of all, I hear employees say that their leaders are inaccessible. Hmm. They rarely have informal conversations with them. Right. And I think it's important, the old management philosophy of management by walking around mm -hmm. is still very relevant. Having a personal connection with those who you are leading. Yeah. Understanding their challenges in their jobs, 
understanding their challenges that they're facing personally because that will increase your credibility with those individuals and they will believe that you care about them as more than just an employee yeah. you care about them as a human being and with that level of care and trust that will increase their engagement at work yeah so it's important to have those conversations not just put your vision and your mission on a nice poster or a nice wall mm -hmm. and say this is what we're all about and walk away continuously have conversations with your team mm -hmm. about what that really means and how that looks each and every day at various levels of the organization that way it becomes a part of who they are and that's how you embed uh, the type of culture that you want in your organization through stories and through yeah. conversations. Yeah. Tell a story about how someone went above and beyond to meet the need of a customer. Tell the story about how your end product affected the life of the end user. Mm, that's good. Tell those stories so that it really connects with your team so that they can enact that even more each and every day in their roles. That's good. So basically communication gives birth to culture. Yes, it does. How you yes. communicate, the methods that you communicate, gives birth to the culture you're trying to develop. Yes. Yeah, people need to hear that. Mm -hmm. That, that mm -hmm. needs to sink in, you know, not just the, 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 the things that we put on the wall. How right. I say it, how I communicate it is, has more impact on what I'm trying to build than I really think it does. Yes. And communicating a message that as you that you as a leader believe in so much that they see it in you and your behaviors without you ever opening your mouth. Well, wow. they have to see that you have to, in other words, lead by example, right? Lead by example. So if there's a, a problem with an employee or a problem with a customer and you're going above and beyond to resolve that and they see that in you and you're able to tell those stories, then it becomes even more real for them because they see that you're walking the walk and you're talking the talk and you're not just uh, espousing a theory that you don't yourself believe in. Mm. That's good. Mm -hmm. The the something you said earlier that um, I don't want to bypass is the idea of being self aware. Yes. <laughs> uh, let's spend a little bit of time on that. You know, I've I've seen the the, the different names. You your your emotional intelligence. Yes. Um, you know how self aware you are. Mm -hmm. Break that down for us. For your average leader, what does it mean to be self aware? to recognize your own strengths mm -hmm. and your challenges. And we all have blind spots. And that's why it's so important for leaders to become comfortable with vulnerability. Mm. Being vulnerable enough and transparent enough to go to your team and say, you know, here are some things I'm working on as a leader. Could you give me some feedback? Am I giving you all of the support all of the resources that you need in order to carry out your roles and responsibilities. What can I do differently? How can I help you even more? Right. Go to your peers and share that same message. I'm trying to improve as a leader. And for some leaders, they don't want to come across as being vulnerable and being less competent than maybe perhaps they should be in a leadership role. But I think that indicates a place of strength in a leader mm. to be able to be comfortable in a place of vulnerability with those who you're leading, with your peers, yeah. and have that level of transparency. This is what I'm working on, and I would love your feedback. Wow, this has been so good. Well, before we leave, I, I would uh, love for you to maybe talk to us a little bit about 
Capstone and a little bit about I Am Beautiful and maybe how you're using these two giant pillars of leadership, you know, communication and 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 vulnerability. How, how do you use those when you're dealing with organizations that bring you in for your services within uh, Capstone? Well, with Capstone, because we are a human resources and organizational development company, Organizations may reach out to us for one purpose, but when we sit down and have conversations about what's really going on, Mm -hmm. we are often able to point out blind spots for the organization as a whole. And then we also work with leaders individually uh, through executive coaching, through leadership coaching, and we have formal assessment tools that we use to assess their leadership behaviors and provide feedback. Mm -hmm. One of those instruments is a 360-degree instrument where you receive feedback from from your manager, your peers, your direct reports, and then you assess yourself Mm -hmm. as well. That is a tool that we use to increase self-awareness because sometimes as leaders, we think we're walking on water, (laughs) but then when we receive feedback from others, we have a more realistic view of our strengths and those areas where we need to be developed. So it's through coaching that we're able to work with leaders one-on-one and then working across the organization through organizational assessments and then helping the organization work on those priority items that will help them be more effective in achieving their mission. Gotcha. So you're not just talking the talk. This is something you do day in and day out, not just with yourself, but helping other leaders find their blind spots. Thank you, uh, Tina. This has been just pure gold. And so (laughs) thanks for uh, speaking with us. That was Dr. Tina Woodard, founder of Capstone's Performance Solutions and I Am Beautiful. Thanks for listening to Leading His Leaders.